Sports Pick 6 on this Monday, January 18th, the day after the divisional playoffs wrap up in the NFL. Four games. It was a four-game sweep here on the podcast. Jerry, you give out four winners on Friday's edition of the podcast, and they did not disappoint over the weekend. We're going to go through all of them today, obviously recap the whole thing. This was great. I mean, this lived up to expectations this weekend as the divisional round usually does. Pretty much close games, wire to wire in every case here. You know, Buffalo won by 14 on Saturday night. So I guess that was the biggest win of the weekend. But uh, that game was close at points too, you know. So this was great. I mean, obviously we had all the right teams in there and uh, everything was super competitive. And uh, wow, we got an awesome Final Four to come later this week. But first impressions, Jerry, coming off the weekend here, fresh off of it. What'd you think? Uh, What were some of the things that stood out to you? First impressions are, if you're not a customer of aimsystems.live, what are you doing? I mean, we do nothing but win here. That's all we do, Brett. All we do is give out winners. Week after week, I'm asking for winnersonly.com or we only give winners.com. And like you said, we just hit every side. And we were dialed in. We've been dialed in. We had the uh, last weekend was good. Monday night championship was good. This weekend was good. I mean, Aim Systems Live is aimsystems.live is where you can find us. So let's start. Let's just go in order. The first game we saw, we kind of told you that uh, Goff's thumb uh, was not really going to be conducive to that weather. And it wasn't even as bad as it could have been. But you can just see he had like when he threw a good pass, you're like, oh, wow, that was a good pass. But that should be on every pass. So he had a couple early. It was a couple of like back-to-back 15-yard strikes, one to Robert Woods, and I can't remember who the other guy was. But also, Brad, remember, you heard it here first. We told you we heard some rumors that Cooper Cup was not going to go, and we told you that on Friday. Your sources, Jerry, were correct. He was a game-time decision, but he was never going. We knew that on Friday. We got word out there, and they, they, they proved to be right. But without Cooper Cup, Without a competent quarterback, um, they just weren't going to keep up with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And again, we talk about defenses win championship. We also told you, you know, a good defense will beat a good offense. But an amazing, like an exceptional offense, they're going to beat everyone. And they just showed you Donald was not 100%. That was obvious. Ramsey, uh, we told you that he matches up with the big wide receivers, but not so much with the small one. You saw in that first touchdown to Adams where he went in motion and he kind of swung out. It was like a four-yard out. Like Ramsey just – he did nothing wrong. He just had a fight through a lot of traffic. He couldn't get there. He was so upset. Yeah, he was so mad that he gave up that touchdown. He just – he couldn't get there. It was more scheme than mano a mano of him beating him. But, yeah, he couldn't get there. So that was the first game of our – quadruple fecta, whatever that word may be. I don't even know what it is. I, 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 I don't know what happens after trifecta. Uh, quad something, right? Yeah, quad something. Yeah, so there we go. So that was the first one. Nice you win. Green Bay minus half a point. That was the part one of the two-team teaser. Part yep. one of the two-team teaser. So instead of going to in order, we'll just go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and finish it out with the other half was plus nine with Tampa Brady. Um, again, they won outright by 10. If you saw the final score, you're like, okay, they won by 10. He had plus nine. The second end of the teaser was never in doubt. But that wasn't the case. It, it was – they were never losing by more than the eight points. 
But there was a 20 to 13 moment when the Saints had the ball. So uh, although they were never not covering the nine from start to finish all 60 minutes, there was a, a, a little stretch there, and it didn't last that long, where down seven and the Saints with the ball, and then that Jared Cook fumble happened. Remember that? Yeah, so, that was, I mean, that really obviously that changed. turned the game. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Completely it, it, turned the game, and the Saints yeah, yep. had 20 points with eight minutes and 33 seconds to go in the third quarter and never scored again. Do you imagine thinking with a Drew Brees, Sean Payton team that eight minutes and 33 seconds to go in the third quarter and they never scored again? Did you even know that? I was stunned that I watched the whole game, obviously, just like everyone else. I was stunned that Michael Thomas was shut out. Yeah, that that was shocking too. And again, uh, it might be a combination of Thomas missing most of the year. Remember we had that that revelation that his first touchdown of the entire year came last week? Which is why we figured that out together. But um, combination of of missing time and and not being on the same page with Drew Brees. But also, I mean, thank God this guy's retiring because Drew Brees is a shell of himself. They had a stat. Not a single ball the entire game traveled 20 yards in the air for Drew Brees. Not a single ball traveled 20 yards in the air the entire game. You can't do that against a professional franchise, especially someone who's got like dominant, I mean, uh, and Dominican Sue at, at tackle and those two linebackers, Devin White and the other name escapes me, the other all pro inside there. But two linebackers that can cover the field and, and Dominican Sue, who just jams everything up. Oh, Levante David, that's the name I was looking for. You know, up the middle, Sue, David, and White, like you can't survive not throwing the ball down the field and the only person who did was Jameis Winston yeah we'll get to him in just a sec but I I couldn't tell if it was just Breeze literally falling off the cliff last night or this Tampa defense really really rose to the occasion probably a combo of the two but Breeze didn't just fall off the cliff last night everyone the insiders know he has no arm strength he's a surgeon he's precision he can but throw he looked so he good, to. though, Jerry. I mean, this team looked like they were the best team in the league for a lot of stretches this year. Oh, they and did. They clearly I did. I just completely fell off last night. But again, I think it's more about Tampa probably a little bit gets the nod for just, I mean, the four takeaways. I mean, that's that's what you got to do in these types well, of games. that's the difference and, in the game. I mean, yeah. all four touchdowns were off a takeaway. So uh, there you have it. So we got, uh, so there's our teaser. We had Green Bay. At a pick them or minus a half, whatever you want to call it, to Tampa plus nine. Again, never really a doubt if you look at the final scores. No. James Winston, by the way, real quick, Jerry. Um, you know, I saw some people on Twitter after he threw that little trickeration touchdown pass, thought that he would have done better than Drew Brees. I, I don't I, think I'm so. agreement. I'm in agreement. I'm no big. way. I love me some James Winston. Again, I know you I do, know but we talked about this on this show. I bit. wanted the Dolphins to get him in the offseason. When it was trying to define where he was going to go, I, I look. Mark my words and and just save this podcast. So Jameis Winston, if you ever watched him, especially when he's looking to the sidelines to get the play call, or when he's watching, he squints yeah. really hard. He can't yep. see worth bleep. 
Well, well he, he got he didn't LASIK, get the LASIK surgery. right? Yes. Yeah, over the summer. So did it's we helped, talk apparently. about this? I'm not sure if we talked about. This. We did for a hot second uh, a couple okay. months ago or so. Yeah, I think. I fully believe. Fix the eyes. One year on the bench that he will be a starter again and a good one. I I really do. Okay. Again, he the interceptions. Maybe he just didn't know who he was throwing it to. But I'd rather have a guy like Jameis Winston who will throw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. I know the NFL hates turnovers. I'd rather have him than like check down Charlie Chad Pennington. Like I need someone who can throw the ball down the field. These Chad Pennington types, and I don't know why I'm picking on Chad Pennington. He's the first guy that popped in my head. Guy who just dinks and dunks and it's maddening. Like Alex Smith type stuff. Like it's maddening. You can't win with that guy in this day and age. You could 20 years ago. You can't now. So Winston, I, I think he'll be. Do you be- think he's the guy there? Are they going to roll with him next year? Do you think? I hope so. It's not Taysom Hill. So I, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why when Breeze got hurt that Jameis Winston wasn't the guy to at least see what you got. I mean, he's on a one year contract. So I don't know. I, I think Peyton likes Hill. Peyton really likes Hill. He's in love with him. I mean, it's just yeah. ridiculous. So, all right. Those are the two games. And then. Yeah, those are great. Let's go into Saturday night. Another game. If you look at the final score, you think you never had to sweat. The Bills, they were in a tussle. Uh, it were. was 10-3. And Baltimore had a first and goal. And it got to third and goal. And that's where the 101-yard interception for a touchdown by the way, sports pick six. What's a pick six, Brad? When the defense returns an interception for a touchdown, that is a pick six. Absolutely, so no that's doubt. The name that of was this radio. Show. That was shocking. That inter- well, at that point in the game, that just kind of like was somewhat of a took your breath away type. It was of game play. set match. As soon yeah, as that, as soon as that happened, it was game set match, and uh, so that play literally turned the game around. It would have been. I'm not going to say it was 10-10 because it was not going to be 10-10 because even if he drops it, that was third down. So he kicked the field goal. It would have been 10-6, all right? It would have been 10-6. The wind was playing havoc with both teams and both quarterbacks. Oh, my God, that wind was crazy. Both kickers. Oh, my dog is making an appearance again, so he doesn't – I don't know who he doesn't like. Well, he was upset about the interception that Lamar threw too. That's what's going on there. Yeah, so I guess he must be a Lamar. Hold on. We're going to have to hold on. I'm going to have to put him away. All good. So, um, yeah, so that that was a 10-6 game. I'm not going to call it a 10-10 game. A 10-6 game. They would have at least got the three. You would, yeah. Although, so, Tucker, with a lot of misses there, that was yeah. weird. But the Tucker wind again. and I mean. Bass, the two best kickers out there right now, both missed two field goals. So the wind was screwing around with everybody. Um, but, yeah, again, you may think it was a blow, but it really wasn't. It was a close game. These games come down to a couple of plays here or there, and we were on the right side of it. Buffalo Bills, and again, now we're going to save the best for last. By uh, the way, again, before we, we go had, to the last one, Jerry, yeah. just real quick, what, what what the hell was Buffalo doing, like starting the game with like 25 passes to zero well, runs? Well, that's or the one thing like that, that bothers me, okay? Yeah, I mean, they had no, it was the first team in the history of the NFL to go the entire first quarter without a rushing attempt. Yeah, and I was like, what? Not that. They just, um, they just, they didn't even run Josh Allen. So I don't understand that. And again, Brian Dable, I, I know he's the hot coaching name, but he annoys me a little bit. One day, and again, these things just stick in my head for whatever reason, and they're usually related to a bet I made. Um, but I made like a, a bet with like Josh Allen under completions against Pittsburgh, I think it was. I don't remember what I don't remember the exact bet. It was a proposition bet. 
And he threw the ball in every friggin' play. And I'm like, what's going on here? So that did not surprise me one bit because I knew he's done that before. Now, that they didn't have a single rushing attempt, a little ridiculous. But he, I I, I don't know what, what the thing is. I understand trying to be aggressive, but that was a little ridiculous, okay? So you're going to need more balance than that. You're going to need more balance than that. So, yeah, that, that was kind of frustrating. But I, I've seen it before. Either way. Because I had the bet. I'm like, I can't win this bet. It's impossible. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was crazy. But you did have Buffalo, Jerry. So there you go with that. They, you know, they won by more than the two. They won by 14. Yeah, and we have and a then, lot of stuff we can break down. But yes, saving the best for last. So we had the Brownies, which was probably my best bet of the week. Yeah. Brownies plus 10. I don't know if you followed, uh, but that game late Saturday night, the wise guy's steam money started coming on the Browns. The Browns went I from saw 10 that. to yeah. 9 to 8. There was some seven and a half. No, nobody went to seven, but there were some seven and a half. A solid two and a half point move in the NFL playoffs. It takes a lot of money to move a game that much in the NFL playoffs. So I was very proud of that when we were ahead of the line move. They call it what's called closing line value, uh, which means if you bet a line and it moves in your favor, you know, you get closing line value there, which is like a telltale sign besides winners and losers of whether you're on the right side or not. So we were on the right side of a big two-and-a-half-point move. And again, uh, if you look at the final score, maybe comfortably, but that game could have gotten away from the Brownies. Um, another team that was clueless, and I don't understand, Nick Chubb is a beast. And we thought the key to beating Kansas City was what, Brad? To run Chubb, run, run Hunt, bludgeon them to death, and play keep away. Well, Nick Chubb had four carries for 12 yards at halftime, which is absurd, which is inexcusable. And I hate when they say, you know, uh, game theory, game plan, the game got away from us. No, you need to do that. And the funny thing is, down 16-3, to they decided to establish Chubb. And he had 51 yards rushing in the third quarter alone. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. That was his best quote, right? They finally got him going. It's just that when you play Kansas City, and when I know what you said, you know, teams like we got to go away from the game plan. It does happen, though, right? When you get down to Kansas City, you freak out a little bit and you think you got to throw a lot. I think that's what happened yeah, but there, that's but the they got back. That's the wrong way to, it. to do it. They, they I had know. the team. It's tough. Baker was on fire. He played great. On fire. Like they, they let it get away from them too early when it was 19 to three. Now you lose them. Always happens. And again, Kansas we'll have City. a lot to talk about with Mahomes. I don't really want to oh, get yeah. into a preview until maybe Thursday or Friday, but you lose Mahomes, And I don't, I still don't know what happened to him. I was looking, he didn't hit his head. I don't either. It looked like more like a choke out. Like he yeah, like a out. choke out or like a classic, like a stinger as they would call it type of a well, thing. I Helps mean, he was, you know what I mean? I mean, I was, he, it was weird. Shot. So it tells you that the NFL yep. concussion protocol is working because if that were up to Chiefs doctors, there's no way he doesn't play that game. I can guarantee it. So the independent neurologist is the one who kept him out. It was really weird. Now, they all of a sudden, I mean, the Browns, they get their touchdown. KC missed the field goal. Um, can we Chad talk Henny, about what's Can we talk back? about the fumble out of the back of the end zone uh, or yeah, the side I mean, of the end I'm zone okay there? The first half. I, I, you know, it's a huge swing. Uh, I almost had some plus seven in the first half, which would have absolutely destroyed me. I mean, it's a huge swing. The rule is stupid, but that's the rule. So it is what it is. And everyone who's jumping up in arms about the targeting. Look, targeting is new in the NFL. In college, they take it a little bit more serious. Yeah, they're trying to get it out of the game. But for everyone to scream to high hell, 
They missed the targeting. Look, there's targeting on almost every play in the NFL. You can call it almost anytime you want. They're very picky on when it happens. It Why happened can't on the it be goal reviewable? line. It was a bang-bang play. It wasn't as obvious as everyone was saying, and I'm okay with not having the flag there because he separated the ball from the carrier. That's How about reviewing? Did. Why can't it be reviewable? I just don't like it. I hate it. I, I wish they would get rid of it in college. I hate targeting. It's the, literally the worst rule there is in football. What I wish they would do, and you can't do this in college, is just at the end of the game, go through every play and just find each and one of every one of these players. But if you're asking a guy who's running 20 miles an hour to make a split decision, like, uh, you know, make a decision in a split second, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. You got these 70 year old white guys running around refereeing this stuff. I hear you. These guys are, I mean, it, you can't. What about do this that. one, though? All, all turnovers, I thought, in theory, are supposed to be reviewable in theory. They are, right? but there's you, there's no targeting in the NFL. There's no such thing. It's a, you don't review that. That's college only. You do not review. You but it's review a penalty, though, textbook-wise. It's that? a penalty, though. It's a penalty. Like, textbook-wise, it's a penalty. So it's like, it's you know what I mean? It's not reviewable. It's like, it's, it's like every play should be start, reviewable. Like every play should be start, reviewable. Um, what else? You know, like holding. Those things are not reviewable. Like, yeah, I, I, I hear where you're coming from. And again, I had some money on the – I didn't give it out here – on the Browns in the first half. And it cost me money, but that's football. Okay. I mean, they missed it. It wasn't blatant and obvious. Okay. When you split, when you slowed it down and you saw the replay 22 times, I mean, the referee was behind the play. It happened right on the goal. It was line. tough. So bang, bang. 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 He separate. See, that's what I hate when a guy catches a ball like over the middle for a first down and the defensive back separates the ball. Like that's what you're taught to do. If you can't do that, he makes the play and then they get a flag. So again, that, that, that was that, but, I, I'm okay with it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cry over spilled milk. I'm okay with it. But here's the thing: then Mahomes gets hurt. All right, and then yep. the floodgates are open. Like you just. Oh my feel god! It. You just feel the energy. I thought it Browns. Out. I the bet Browns I, had everything going for him. When you know, Henny threw that interception, Jerry, in the end zone. I know because they yeah, were. I'm five, like, oh my right? god! You say you go up eight. As bad as the Chiefs' defense is, like they need a touchdown and a two point conversion to just tie you, okay? So that's the situation you're in. And he throws that pick on first down, and everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Here it comes. Now, Stefanski, I don't know. It's a toss-up. There was a – here's the thing. If Mahomes is playing, I go for that fourth down. I do not punt it back to the Chiefs, okay? But I think he made the right call, and I'm not a big advocate of punting. People are saying he should have went for it on the fourth and eight or nine, whatever it was. If Mahomes is playing, I'm I'm saying go for it because you're not getting the ball back. But I'm with Chad you. Henney playing, you got to punt it there. And I, I will never second guess that, and nobody should. It's Chad Henney. You yeah. can't second guess. It's it's the right call to punt it there. All right. Hey, bottom line, don't give up a, a third down. Don't 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 allow him to pick up 13 and a half yards on third and long there on that the scramble. It was I mean, are you kidding me? 14. He picked up 13 and a half yards. Yeah. Chad bleeping Henney. 35-year-old Dolphin quarterback from the late 90s. I uh, know he was there in 2008, but he's, he's from my hometown, forever. Jerry. What's he's that? From Reading, Pencil- he's from Reading, Pennsylvania. He's oh, from my, my God. Hometown. Is he really? Yep. He went to uh, Wilson High School. Shout oh out there. Oh, my local. God. Shout out to yep. Wilson High School. Yeah, he was a Dolphin in 2008, I believe. I had to look it up. I couldn't believe he's been in the league for 13 years. But, yeah, yeah 13 and a half yard scramble, and then – the balls on Andy Reid. I mean, again, I, not ballsy that he went for it, okay? Because you you get the first down, you end the game. But I thought 
he was going to take it down to the two-minute warning and then just go for it on fourth. And, you know, you, here's what you do. You take 40 seconds off the clock. Baker gets the ball maybe at his own 15 with 120 to go and no, no timeouts. That's basically the scenario. For him to run the play before the two-minute warning, for him also to throw it with Chad Henney, who was his first playoff experience in 13 years, was yesterday. Bog time, yeah. And that is the play call of the year, whether it was enemy. I mean, obviously, Reed makes the call to actually go for it. Whoever called the play, you know, kudos to those guys. You and can't yeah. guard Tyreek Hill on that play. It's it's impossible. Just it's the impossible fact that they allow. And you can see, like I was watching today, if you look at the body language, like they, Andy Reed, they played that perfectly. They suckered him in, poker players. You could see, and even Tony Romo, who's a great announcer, was like, they're not going for it. Look at their body language. They're just sitting around, standing around. And they were. They were kind of standing around like, all right, we're going to try to drop you outside. And then you're like, oh, my God, he snapped it. Oh, my God, he caught it. Game over. So we win the Browns plus 10. Again, will they lose by five? Nice, easy sweep. We're going to miss you, NFL. There's only three games left, Championship Sunday and the Super Bowl. AIMSystems.live is where you can find our best stuff. And we will still focus or start focusing on some basketball. And we do have the entire week to break down these two games. We'll probably start doing that Thursday or Friday. But, Brad, I said enough. I'm ready to go. All right. Awesome stuff, Jerry. Yeah, Final Four is set in the NFL there. Conference championship coming up on Sunday. A lot more football to get into later this week, obviously, there. Basketball to come this week. We're on a hot streak, Jerry, as you know, with college. And we'll mix in some NBA stuff this week as well. So, Hey, football is winding down, but we're just getting started with a lot of other stuff here on Sports Week 6. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Keep living the dream, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.